1877, the earth moved with the power of a footballing giant. And the world was introduced to the beautiful game. People might yet win it here for Wolves. Blasting the shot. What a goal! Bully's the hero again. And a podcast is following the giant in its bid for glory at the top of what it created all those years ago. This is the 77 Club. Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say, your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Victoria Cash. Thanks for calling the Lucky Land Hotline. If you feel like you do the same thing every day, press 1. If you're ready to have some serious fun for the chance to redeem some serious prizes, press 2. We heard you loud and clear. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com right now and play over 100 social casino-style games for free. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. In 1877, the earth moved with the power of a footballing giant. And the world was introduced to the beautiful game. People might yet win it here for Wolves. Blasting the shot. What a goal! Bully's the hero again. And a podcast is following the giant in its bid for glory at the top of what it created all those years ago. This is the 77 Club. And welcome to episode 175 of the 77 Club. Harry, start with socials. The Wall 77 Club on Facebook and Instagram, at 77 Club Podcast on Twitter, Spotify, iTunes, subscribe please on YouTube. Dan Bayliss is here. Hello, Wolves fans. How was skiing in Austria? Very good, actually. Put yeah. another shrimp on the barbo. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what, what was it like? Was it, was it, was it nice? I mean, the country is basically in lockdown, isn't it? No, everything was open. As long was as you're it? vaccinated, you you have a little COVID pass on your phone. I've probably still got it. A little COVID pass <laughs> thing like that on your phone. So I can now claim my identity. Um, <laughs> you just realised halfway through that. And they let you in. It was easy, really easy. Just wear a mask. Like, yeah. it's so simple when people actually do what you should do. Is yeah. that a ski mask? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, you have to. It's like a special kind of mask. This is FFP two. Yeah. FFP two. Yeah. It's the same in Germany. Um, fine. Anyway, that's off on a tangent. On a separate <laughs> note, Jack Williams is here. Hi, everybody. Jack, you've had all your Christmas plans scuppered. 
Yeah, um, the Omicron has uh, actually hasn't got me yet, but it's got the missus. She tested positive on Monday night, I think it was. Um, mm. So yeah, basically that is Christmas cancelled. On a scale of one to ten, how how guilty will you feel about leaving her for the entire festive period to go somewhere else? <laughs> it, it did cross my mind, and she did say pretty quick. She was like, "You're not leaving me, are you?" Because I was sort of thinking, hang on, I don't need a cat sitter now. And because <laughs> I have my vaccines, I can just toddle off anyway. It's fine. I don't have to isolate or anything. But but that'd be a bit harsh to uh, leave her on her own. And also, I've, I've most likely got it, haven't I? It's just a matter, I think, of when I test positive rather than rather than if. So that'll be my nice Christmas present to myself. And I did all the uh, positive Something tests. Jack has said to himself many, many times in the past. Right, okay. Let's start with uh, Chelsea. Harry, we... We're pretty well. I was pretty certain that this was probably going to be the last game that we could attend as fans. It doesn't look like that's going to be the case over the festive period. Um, uh, Chelsea did try and get it called off, didn't they? I mean, we were traveling up in the car and thinking, Has it been called off yet? Has it been called off yet? And it wasn't. And just what did you think of that team selection to begin with? Uh, god, let me think back. Yeah, Pedence and uh, Raul wasn't it up front, mm. the free in midfield, which you could probably predict it because that's what we've done against the other big boys. Um, I'm glad the game went ahead and I know Chelsea had a lot of players out, but tough tit on it really. And mm. um, obviously I missed the first 20 minutes. Can we talk about getting in? Cause I didn't get checked at all for a COVID pass. I know you two did. I thought it was very lackadaisical and I was very wrong about it being a shit show. All oh. the queues, the queues were very long though, weren't they lads? I don't know if you noticed I, that. I I actually thought it was painless for us. It was really, really easy because I think did a we lot go of people the ground at the same time. <laughs> no, I, I, I was behind you. Like when I, oh, we, oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. You were, you were, on the phone or something when you see when you're a little bit after us but um i thought it was really painless we just uh i think a lot of people might have got there early just to just in case it was bad and then it wasn't at all it was like a quick flash of the phone literally a second check and it was like yeah okay sound and in and it was actually quicker than it was on a normal match day so um it wasn't as bad as i thought it was going to be because i thought wolves could really mess it up uh but luckily they didn't and it was it was fine from my point of view anyway so what what would they do harry did they look at you Pass or not at no, all. No, well, obviously, I think there was a man with a clipboard, weren't there? Mm. And I was literally just walked straight past him and walked in. So I don't want to get anyone in trouble like at Wolves, but they weren't checking everyone, was they? So not clipboard, man. Gonna... <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't know if it's going to get much stricter. Um, so I know a lot of people said that they had to fill a format or email. I didn't even know we got that. So I didn't even fill that yeah. in either. No. Um, it'll probably get stricter if we're even allowed in ground soon when yeah. Big Bad Boris locks us all down. So mm, it'll be interesting to see what happens. It's not what true. do you think of it, Dan? Well, I've, I I went and watched some ice hockey because I'm obviously <laughs> ill. Um, and they did the same thing, but they checked every single person. You were not you were not going in that stadium unless you had a vaccine or test certificate or whatever. So you're right. <laughs> you're right. You're right there. You got COVID giggles. <laughs> yeah, mate. It's just a tangent. It's just you're going to. No, but it's funny, isn't it that? You, how many, you have how many to, people have to check. how many would you say were watching it in the, in the three or four thousand okay it was one well, difference it was one door oh, okay okay well, that probably works out so probably about the same but mm. everyone had to get checked and all that shit yeah. whereas here we've got a massive issue with people testing positive like jack all the time and then they're just going <laughs> yeah whatever and you go well see, i mean i don't know what more they can do really because it's just gonna be flip-flopping circuit breakers all of this sort <laughs> of stuff. Of and... also, well, it is. Yeah. Um, no, no, hardly anybody was wearing masks in the stadium, which I thought, thought was meant to happen in the concourse. Mm, and yeah. I thought it was a bit of an overkill of having massive, like, 
well, semi-threatening messages on all the screens <laughs> instead of sharing the game. Get back. Wear your mask. Take your booster and all that. But um, pro-choice. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. No, yeah, I mean, do do you think this is the powers that be that are thinking about the money bailiff because they need to finish a Premier League season because there's a World Cup in twelve months? No, it's just the British doing what the British do every time they do anything and half-arsing it. Like it's just our natural thing. People don't like complying with what they're told to do. Like that's just the case on everything. If fifty percent of people never do as they're told, if it was anything, let alone COVID, that's quite serious. So it's never going to happen. Maybe we could play all the games in Ten Downing Street. Just let people crack on now. Everyone knows what the risks are. I think like what has there been seven deaths from. Omnicrom variant, all over eighty three, um, and like yeah, I think as the day getting it, the, everyone knows the, what the risk it, it is. If you don't get a vaccine, miles. don't get one. Hmm. Well, what do you do, Jack? What's the answer? In in my point of view, I agree with Dan. Just everyone knows the risks now. You don't have to go to the football. Just crack on. What's going to happen in reality is they're going to stop it all again. We'll go beyond closed doors, and it's going to oh. be. It's you know it's it's you can see it's already happened in Scotland and Wales and it usually tends to happen that England follows suit a little bit after. What's happening at the moment you see is Johnson's just delaying because he can't cancel Christmas again after being a dickhead all year because everyone <laughs> hates him already. So it's true though that's true. So that's no, it's a critical thing it's, more than anything. It's the first but... time I've heard those sort of chants. Uh, more than one game, if if any, um, has, has been this week. That's for sure. I mean, we talk about cut through and stuff. Um, but it is strange, isn't it, Harry, how on Boxing Day we'll be going to watch the Watford game and if you're watching the Welsh Premier League, you won't be watching any yeah, football. Should we talk about Chelsea? Because we, we haven't spoke about it, have we? Uh, we've gone a bit of a tangent you, there. You started. You started. Yeah, no, that's my fault. Uh, <laughs> anyway. Chelsea, so... right. So, yeah, we put the ball in the net. Um, we obviously, Well, I didn't see it, but we thought it was onside. Then Duncan missed a sitter, didn't he, with his header? I thought we were brilliant first half. Um, I think I know both teams only had one shot on target. But I think we could have edged it. Um, Saar mm-hmm. made a great save second half when Pulisic was it who went through and he tried to dink him. Yeah. But and then we just defended like heroes again. Our, our defense, Saar. I mean, I know we're not doing much going forward, but you've just got to take your hat off to the way we're defending at the moment. Just if we can add something going forward, we're, we're sorted. I'm telling you. Jack Hoover started right wing back. We're not. We weren't, we weren't really sure why that was the case. It didn't really make sense at the time, and we just thought. After the 90 seconds that he had against Liverpool, uh, it could be a bit shaky here up against, you know, one of the three horses in the race to win the Premier League. But I thought he did a great job. I, th- I thought he was really good. I was shocked at that. I don't. I still don't mm. know whether it was tactical. Maybe it's tactical with all the uh, with all the games coming up, or whether it was uh, Samadis had a knock or something. I, I don't quite know. But it, it was a strange choice. Yeah, uh, I, I wasn't expecting it at all, really. But yeah, he came in, did really well. I think there was one ropey ball in the first half where he just booted up, up in the air as a smash away. But apart from that, pretty solid again. So he slotted in in pretty well. And it probably goes to say that, again, when he came on against Liverpool, he was in the wrong position, wasn't he? So if you put him in yeah. the right position, it probably it probably does help because he didn't really look out of place, even though that was the position I was probably most worried about when I saw the team sheet and couldn't quite understand mm. the selection. But no, he came in and he, he can't can't fault him really. I mean, defensively, we've been great, haven't we? We've been yeah. really, really good this season. And particularly like the back three are just, they're just absolute monsters at the moment. They're all really, really informed, playing well, understand each other. And it's reflected in the amount of goals we've let in. I think it's like the uh, joint third best in the league, like only City, Liverpool and 
maybe tied with somebody else. But it's one of the best defences in Europe at the moment. The problem is that we can't put it in the onion bag at the other net. And said before, Den Donker can't finish his dinner, can he? Bless him. Like, he tries. He just try, But he, he's not a natural finisher at all. And it was a shame about the Jimenez one, really, because from where we were sat, obviously, didn't see much wrong with it at first. But watching it back, he probably is rightly flagged offside because he does try and play the ball. Interesting if he just left it, whether it got given or not. That would have been an interesting uh, choice. But, um, but yeah, that was it, really. Uh, I suppose there's a couple of VAR calls that we should probably talk about as well, because uh, mm. it wouldn't be a week talking about Wolves without dodgy VAR calls going against us. Uh, Bayliss, I'll bring you on on VAR. You, you... I'm fed up. <clears throat> well, like, it's just such an obvious handball. Oh, what's what's the point? What's the, it, it's clearly it is now more than ever evident that it is only there to benefit the teams that they want in certain positions. We just couldn't believe it, could we, Harry? I mean, when you just think it, and to not even flag it as a as a foul straight away, you're just shouting, aren't you? Handball and Pedence is in. Simple as that. One on one. I've seen some arguments saying it flicked off his chest first, but still, he stopped the ball going through with his arm. I mean, if it's at least a booking, maybe even a red. Um, mm. And then VAR's there and they don't check it again. Just like they didn't with the Matinho handball again. Well, they did it with the Matinho handball, but made the wrong decision. This time they're not looking at it. And it's the classic VAR checking club badge, isn't it? I know everyone keeps saying it, but it's so true. <laughs> it just is. Because that's... If it's your way around, as Jack always says, you feel like something's going to happen with that, don't you? Yeah, well, exactly. It's one of our it's one if of our if players, they'd both it? been the other way around, it would have been no penalty and a red card. Yeah, and and completely changes the position in the table, I'd imagine. But Jack, what do you think of Chelsea trying to call it off? Because, I mean, if there's a team in the league that has enough players in their squad to probably cope with uh, a couple of infections with coronavirus, it, it's probably Chelsea, isn't it? It's it's just winding everybody up lately, isn't it? And it's it's more that you just hear it all the time, particularly from, say the top three managers in the league. So obviously the two Germans of Pep, really. It's like, um, it, <laughs> um, <laughs> sorry, laughing at the comments there, but it's like, it, it's like it only ever happens to them. Like they're saying, mm. oh, you know, we've only got us, we've only got 14 international players now. We can't possibly field a team. And like, mm. we've had a squad of about 13 first team players all season and have been putting academy kids on the bench. And this, it's like standard practice for other teams in the league. But as soon as Chelsea have to rope in a couple of under 23s, it's, oh, we need to call it off. We need to call it off. It's, it's just, it's just ridiculous, really, isn't it? And I think it's just starting to grate on people who particularly aren't fans of the big four, who it's like, it's always, they're always the victims. You know, we could we could lose five five players if they lose two players. It's oh my god, we've lost two players. It can't possibly. It's always it's you know it's always on them in it, and mm. it's just just wearing a bit thin really. But there was absolutely no reason why they couldn't put a team out. The starting eleven they put out was fucking brilliant. Like there's no well, excuses. Well, yeah, I'll go through it. But, like, uh, Mendy, Aspilicueta, Thiago Silva, Rudiger, uh, James, Chalaber, Kante, Alonso, Zajac, Mount, Pulisic. Yeah, mm, and they thought know. they were geniuses if we they'd won three 0 It's only because they're drawing that they're actually still whinging mm. about it, really. And I'm glad that it seems that the Premier League have actually shown. Well, I know all the teams that agreed it, but shown some balls and said they've actually said we're going to carry on playing unless it's really, really like a, a a breakthrough that wipes out the whole squad. Then you know you've got to field a team, and yeah, particularly these teams, you know, where they've got got squads of 30 anyway then they've got the under 23s with another 30 in and a whole youth system probably with about a thousand players at all the levels in and they're saying oh yeah we've got two cases of covid we need to call it off now just in case we can't beat burnley and it's just 
yeah, it's annoying, really. Just p- crack on. Other teams have had to deal with it, and it's going to be part of life now going forward, probably. So, you know, get over it. Uh, Harry, how good was Sace? Yeah, again, incredible. He's been brilliant, hasn't he? And we, we go back to the beginning of the season. I didn't think he'd be in the team, but he's kept Bolly out. I know Bolly's had his problems. All the back, all the back line, Cody again. We put out a post earlier about him, didn't we? Yeah. All the back five have been absolutely incredible, including the goalkeeper as well, Jose Sarri, we've mentioned. And yeah, really good defensively. You just you just felt safe again, didn't it? You feel really safe with this back line at the moment and Sace heroics again. Uh, Bayliss Jimenez not really on form. Yeah, I sort of agree, to be honest. He, he looks a little bit quiet. Mm. I think he's in another spell where he just needs one like at Southampton. And he's got a very good opportunity to do that Boxing Day. So, I don't know what it is, though. He's, he just he hasn't even got in those sort of positions you expect him to. You know, that's sort of somewhere between the penalty spot and the edge of the 18-yard box, like the West Ham mm. goal, or, or that floating around the penalty spot waiting for one to get dinked over the top for a header. I mean, if on-form Raul had headed that ball, then Donker had. The ball, the net, and Mendy would be halfway up the North Bank. <laughs> so... Just want to see him get one. I'd love to see him score a headed goal. That's what I really want to see. I mean, we, we couldn't really see at one point, could we, Harry? Because the, the fog just came in out of nowhere. And I thought this might get called off for something that nobody would have guessed. Because, you know, you just walk up walk up from the concourse. And I was like, where's the pitch gone? Yeah. <laughs> I was too sure there up. with a smoke machine. We're trying to get it called off. <laughs> yeah. like, yeah. Roman, Roman, off. get the smoke machine. <laughs> there was, um, I, I put out that post about the South Bank, not being able to see him and not being able to hear him again. Although... To be fair, it was a little bit better, the atmosphere, weren't it? But still not the best. We've got a load of like, weird Russian corrupt and typing in the chat, which is weird. Anyway, uh, but there was also um, a porn star in the OIN, so I don't know if you noticed that one, but I'll leave that one there hanging if you don't know what I'm on about. <laughs> Anyone? Could, could you oh, see it? It was, oh, no, wait. It's, uh, what's the face? He sounds like a seagull. Yeah. Oh, right. <laughs> I just saw that video. And it was like, my God, what is going on there? Oh, oh God. What about, uh, well, actually, what about the... Uh, they were crying, weren't they, Chelsea fans? Because they, because I suppose because Liverpool got a a big bit of luck uh, last minute that uh, they should have had a penalty in the ninety third minute where Cody catches Kante. I think. What do you think that. of that? Well, he, he caught him on the um, he caught him on the foot. I think after getting it through. So he, he does his foot does come down on top of his foot. Basically, there is contact there, and um, I don't think VAR reviewed it either. But it, I mean, it would have been ninety third minute and soft, in my opinion. But um, I mean, it could easily have been given. Yeah. It could easily have been well, given. Yeah. Well, then, yeah, I mean, by, if we're the other way around, I suppose uh, but, we've got to look at it, haven't we? When we yeah. do one, did you think it's a penalty, Jack? I didn't even see a replay or anything. Uh, so. No, I think Cody kicks the ball and just as he puts his foot down, it hits Kante. Oh, so he, he boots the ball away and he puts his foot down. It hits him, but obviously, Chelsea fans on Twitter are like, "We should have had a penalty," and you know, but whatever. I don't. Was, the ref didn't give it. I don't think Kante even appealed really. Um, so yeah, it would have been I, one of them weird ones. I didn't think the ref had a particularly good game, do you, Harry? I can't really remember, to be honest. I, I can't remember any, apart from the Kante howler, really. I can't really remember any other decisions. Is there any stick in your mind? I, I just thought it was inconsistent throughout, to be honest, and pulling up for fouls that I didn't really think were fouls and not letting the game flow very well. And, and it, it was... This classic stalemate in the end, wasn't it? Um, but there was a stat. Wolves have only scored 13 goals in 18 Premier League games this season. Fewest at this stage of a league season since scoring 12 in the 83-84 season. And do you know what happened that season? Won the league. 
uh, got relegated. So uh, that bodes well. It shows you how important the defence is. Um, Let's have a look at Watford's. That is going to be the uh, next game. Get your COVID passports out. Um, I mean, he's going to make changes, isn't he, Harry? Because this is more of a game that you think going to win. Hopefully, Samada comes back in the side, do you think? Yeah, that was, I mean, we've already mentioned it. That was a bit of a weird one. Hoover coming in must have been a fitness thing. Um, yeah, and I think we've got to go back to the three-four-three as well with Ralph for the middle, Traore and Pedence, I guess the other two with him, uh, Matinho and Neves in midfield, Samada back in as we've said, and yeah, try and attack because although we've had some heroic performances against the big boys, we do need to start getting on that score sheet. And with Arsenal and Man United to come up, we've, we've got to we've got to be beating Watford. They've lost the last three, I think, something like that, and they're struggling a bit. So. A must win. We've already beaten once this season and we need to do it again. Um, Jack? Um, yeah, I think we've got to go more attacking. We're at home now. We one can't of those games, we've got field. to win this one, I think, haven't we? <laughs> yeah, I was just sat here disappointed thinking that I'm going to miss Boxing Day football. So, yeah, that's just uh, flowing through my mind, really. And Arsenal, probably, as well. Yeah. So, basically, I think, just thinking that that was probably going to be my last game now because we all know as soon as Hips hit its Boxing Day, Boris is going to announce that probably the games can't continue. So I think the last two, two slash three, I'm probably going to miss anyway. So yeah, that's depressing. But this is a, this is the game that, yeah, we need to, good home performance, good win, you know, good crowd, early kickoff, which is a bit worrying because um, sometimes we don't turn up for them, do we? Mm. But uh, Watford have probably definitely improved since we played them at uh, Vicarage Road. But it's got to be a game, when you're looking at the next two games as well, when you've got Arsenal and Man United, you've got to win this game, which is kind of what we did with Brighton. So this will keep us on the pace if we win this, no matter what happens in the next two games. So, yeah, a bit more attacking, please. Three up front, I agree. Start Traore, because he's, you know, he does make the difference and he is always yeah. that out ball. So I, I want want that, really. And hopefully a nice Boxing Day three points when I'm eating turkey sandwiches, watching Amazon Prime on the sofa, because I can't go outside. <laughs> Uh, Bailey, you have a clean sweep of uh, three up front. Yeah, I think we've got to have a go at them, haven't we? Yeah, I think I actually don't think they play that badly, Watford, um, they've, and they've been better of late. So I don't think it's going to be an absolute walkover. But I, I think we've got to go out and try and control the midfield a little bit. Let Matinho play a little bit deeper and spread the ball, and hope and pray our wing backs start beating and getting around the back and giving us something to play into. Please, that's the thing. Isn't it? Because I think that they weren't any great shakes where they at Vicarage Road. I mean, we were sat on our hands in the home end, weren't we, Bayless, for that one? Um, don't remember where I went. <laughs> I wouldn't quite call it a smash and grab, but it was, we managed to take some chances. There was no goal in there too and stuff, and everything seemed to go our way on the day. That hasn't been, or seemed to have been happening of late. Uh, but we'll do a score prediction starting with Harry. Uh, let's go 2-0 again. Same as results last time, 2-0 Wolves. Jack? Um, I think it'd be close, but I'm going to go 1-0 Wolves. And Bayless? I'm going a 1-0 shithouse, yeah. Excellent. I'll go to 1 Wolves, of course. Let's get your latest betting odds and ticket news. Yeah. Hello. Back. <laughs> um, Wolves are really short. Shorter than I would have expected, really. But I guess it's our position in the table more than anything else. How we're playing and stuff. But yeah. you've got to go high goals to get good value. And we don't score many goals. So a little bit difficult. That's why there's good value. I do quite enjoy a one nil Roman Sace is thirty five to one though. Not That's, not bad. Bad. That's not bad. Better, better than uh, Jimenez to score first two nil Wolves twenty to one. So it really is short. Yeah, that is short. Uh, Harry, I've done one for you. Pedence Wolves four one is one hundred and ten to one. Lovely. I'll be smacking that on. 
And then, given how short it is, what is a one-all draw with Semedo scoring first? One twenty-five to one. I'll go three hundred. It's one seventy-five to one. Is it? Mm. It's quite short, considering he's never going to score. And I mowed a day out. So you are now. Yeah. We. How happy were you when his name wasn't in the team sheet? <laughs> um, well, it just it just meant I sat there going, "Oh, it's gonna be lovely." That Nargis kebab, <laughs> couple of Guinness. Fucking Nargis kebabs. Um, Jack, has your ticket news? Um, I do. So what was it we said the other week? That if we can't sell out Watford on Boxing Day, then it defeats the um Then there's the no idea. argument. There's no argument ever there's again no argument that you can't get a ticket to get a game. Well, guess what? Because there's still tickets left and they're now wow. on general sale. So you don't even wow. need to have had a membership um, on general sale as of today. There's only a couple of hundred left in all fairness, but there's still the opportunity to get down there and support the lads on Boxing Day. But I, I'm kind of starting to agree with you, Sam, really, because it's like... Oh, it's on Amazon Prime. It's only six quid to watch it. It's Christmas. Let's it's not Watford. bother. If if that was Man United, it'd have been yeah. sold out weeks close ago. Close shop, really cut. Close so, shop, it is. Point yeah. system's broken. So yeah, and I mean, it's not even like it's bad football. We're playing well, really, and it's a winnable game at home. So yeah. I'm, as I said, I'm just good. I can't go. But anyway, there is still a few left actually. So if you're looking to uh, to get some last minute tickets for that, or I don't know, take take the family, then you can probably buy tickets on general sale, which is lucky. Um, what else do we talk about? Home games. So the cup game, which is a two o'clock kickoff, we said before, tickets for that £15. I can't imagine that's selling very well because it probably won't even happen, to be honest, will it? It'll be behind closed doors. Um, and in terms of the away games, the only other two announced are coming up, which are Arsenal and Man United, are both sold out now. And again, whether Man United will even happen, I don't know. So who knows? Ask Boris. Perfect. Okay. Um, let's move on to something that isn't quite to do with Wolves. Uh, well, it isn't. Um, but I'd like to get your views on it anyway, because uh, Phil Foden and Jack Grealish have been warned over their conduct by Pep Guardiola after they were left out of Manchester City's win over Newcastle on Sunday. The England pair were pictured on a night out after City's 7-0 home win over Leeds five days earlier. Um, Harry, should footballers have lives or should they stay in until they're 35? Um for me they should have lives yeah um but obviously with the game being so professional these days and they're playing for a top club pep's professional um i can see why they get in in a bit of trouble but for me but i'm you know i'm a pisshead and i so i'm not a Premier League footballer you know what i mean so i'm on i'm on foden and greenish side you just won seven nil go to the club do the worm few moonwalks on with them they're back to train the next day. Might be a bit rough, but if they go and score the winner on the next Saturday, it's all forgot about. But football's changed, isn't it? They're ultimate athletes and ultimate role models now. Surely so it's more they're in COVID than it it's is. It's more boosted. COVID, I think, isn't it? That oh, I'd assume. No, I forgot about that. <laughs> I, I think it's probably more to do. I'm guessing they've got bubbles and stuff, they? particularly over Christmas, that they can't go out and bring Omicron back to the rest of the Man City team. Yeah, uh, sure, a functioning alcoholic. What do you think? Uh, oh. On balance, they probably shouldn't have gone out given they're professional sportsmen and we don't want football to be shut down again. But if it weren't for COVID, then crack on. Jesus. Like, you've won 7-0, go out. Yeah, I didn't think of that link, I'll be honest. So maybe they, they did the wrong thing. But, yeah. Have they been jabbed? Have they been triple jabbed? Can you still get COVID? You know, the thing is, you talk about COVID and stuff. It's like, well, you're quite happy for them to go out and play in front of 40,000 people. That's fine. But you can't go to a nightclub. In half, half an acre of grass. <laughs> well, it's, it's still... It's, it's not that's, that on the right. it, you know What I'm saying, is it any different to going to a busy supermarket, realistically? 
They yes, smoked half an acre of grass in that nightclub, <laughs> apparently. <laughs> you don't have to show... No, hang on with that. You don't have to show COVID that. You don't have to show... Imagine it's some bloke running down aisle 32 past the biscuits, beating three blokes. Well, you would know where the biscuits are. Um, you don't have to show a vaccination passport to get in a supermarket. You do to get into a nightclub. Therefore, ipso facto, nightclubs have to be safer than supermarkets. I don't know, because if you know what goes on in nightclubs, don't you? Rather than going on in supermarkets, like... You're not, what? Bump, you're not bumping grinding the 85 <laughs> year old granny in a nightclub, are you? No, you're waiting for Actually, some, some might be. <laughs> <laughs> so it's a bit more up close and personal, isn't it? And there's uh, other stuff going on in, you know, dance floor, toilet. You have to whatever. be like, close enough to someone to say, don't fucking touch me. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> yeah, basically. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, perfect. Right. Okay. Well, uh, I thought you'd all be on. Jack Grealish and Phil Foden's side, but there you go. I was. I'm shocked. Sure. You've been brought round. Um, although um, Wolves put out a post this week, didn't they? And they had pictures of all the players getting their vaccine. And I think Harry, were you saying that is Wolves that have 100 percent vaccination? Yeah, I think they have, not they? I think everyone, every player's got it. And I can't remember now. I'm sorry. I remember seeing it on Twitter, and I can't remember the club or the manager. But the manager's come Gonzi. out, hasn't he? Saying, um, "I'm yeah. not gonna, I'm not gonna make my players have it." It's up to them. So. It's yeah. one of them, isn't it, man? It's like it's up to the manager, it's up to the, the I guess, the club owners whether they're going to make their players do it. And I'm, I'm sure that it's got to be one person in that wall squad who didn't want to do it but just had to. It's got to be, isn't there? I mean, if Carla Kimi was still a Wolves player, he ain't going to be taking it, is he? If you look at his Twitter, <laughs> I suppose it depends about how they approach it, though. I think Wolves, by the sounds of it, went quite uh, they had, like had proper the doctors came in and had a proper talk about it and all this sort of stuff. It wasn't just a case of make your mind up based on what you see on Twitter and Facebook. On Facebook. <laughs> yeah, look at, exactly. look at your right, Facebook page. And so, yeah, I think they've been relatively, uh, you know, on the board about it, really. But uh, it's a diff- difficult subject, isn't it? Um, but I didn't Klopp say that he's not going to sign any players in January who haven't been vaccinated because it's a risk as well. So he's straight away, he's, he's laying his marker down. Um, but yeah, it's a, it's a strange one. Do you think unvaccinated players should be allowed to play, Dan? I think they should all be testing a lot. And, the sh- and if there are players that refuse to and keep going out and doing stuff they probably shouldn't be, then it's going to make it difficult. It's not going to take a long time for... One person to get it in a squad if they're unvaccinated, then it keeps going through. But you can still get it if you are vaccinated, so it doesn't massively matter. It just protects you more. So it's a bit six one half dozen the other, and you've got to give people their ability to have free choice. You know, the fact they're a professional footballer doesn't change their reasoning or or why they should decide to do or not do something. So at the end of the day, they they're adults. Well, most of them are adults. Some of them are pretty thick, um, <laughs> which doesn't really help. <laughs> But, you know, they spend their entire times with physios, doctors, professional mm. people. Maybe they need a little bit of guidance and that's probably what's happening. Perfect. Okay. Um, Harry, anything else to say? What about vaccines? Well, it's in general. Yeah, well, I don't know, man. It's just a weird world we're living in, isn't it? It's all going to shut down soon anyway. Merry Christmas. Would you, would you prefer that it was... <laughs> would you prefer it was postponed rather than played behind closed doors? Yeah, I mean, how painful was it watching it behind oh, closed doors? I know we were playing shit football at the same time, uh, but it is painful, isn't it, without the fans? It's, it, I agree, it's horrible. Like, it's I, horrible I'd rather, I think I'd rather they just cancel it. They have and to wait till we're allowed back in. Yeah, yeah, just if just cancel it for four weeks, but they won't do it because eh, of the, the money that it brings in. Because Even people in when, China are still watching. 
even when remember they let like a thousand in, even that was crap, wasn't it? Remember when they yeah. first started coming back and it was like I think it was like yeah, a thousand or something. It weren't the same. God, this is this is like a Chris this is like should be the Christmas episode and like be really upbeat and yeah, Merry Christmas everybody. It's just depressing, isn't it? It's just it like we just because yeah. we we know what's like it's just uh, coming around the corner, don't we? And we know it's going to go back to being a shit show, and it's going to go back to being the football, the football that us lot, particularly who like go regularly, it's going to be taken away from us again, isn't it? At some point in the very not too distant future, and at the heart of it, it's like you know a political move behind it, and uh, I don't know. It seems to wow. work quite well so far this year, and as long as they put stuff in place to allow people to make the choice, and like you don't lose your season ticket or your place in the queue or anything, if you decide you don't want to go. Then, uh, you know, I think we should have some freedom of choice more in that some, matter. Um, but... Some positive news, lads. Wolves have just borrowed that money from the Jot deal to sign loads of players in January. Oh, <laughs> three million. Yeah. Uh, 20... <coughs> 26, I think. Oh. Is it? Oh, could be 20. Coughing. Yeah, I've got COVID. Nah. <laughs> so, what's it, did, did, didn't they come out straight away and say, yeah, we're loading but all this money? Transfers. But it, it's yeah. not for transfers, it's for the Christmas party or something. Like, uh, but... There was no party. I mean, it's, it's got... Might be, might be for the they, green stand. It might be, yeah. They've started yeah. rebuilding that, haven't they? Um, yeah. I know we keep calling it the green stand. It's not been green for about 15 years. But it's been green <laughs> yeah, we're old school. But, um, Remember, it was all trees. But I, I, I also refuse to believe that because it's it's quite obvious we need players. Bruno is saying basically every week in some way or form that we we need players. And now suddenly we're taking out this loan, but it's not for players. It's It's got to, you know, it goes in the same bank account, doesn't it? It's got to be used for something. So... It's uh, you know you can't hide from the fact that our squad is light and it's going to be get lighter when Sace and Bolly go. Well, I don't know. That's going to be Bolly at the moment, do we? Bolly is weird. Yeah, Bolly's like, weird. It's all for new controllers and TV screens for the esports team, mate. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> get some good new, controllers. For it's for the new million. skin on uh, that Fortnite game, and yeah. it's for yeah. the new kit design. <laughs> sort of Right, okay. Well, we'll um, wish everybody a Merry Christmas. Say goodbye to Harry Mansell. Goodbye. Dan Bayliss. Goodbye. And Jack Williams. Bye, everybody. And it's a goodbye from me. Goodbye. Find more great shows or join the team at sport-social.co.uk. Sport Social Podcast Network. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.